going on, everybody? Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW Dynamite in review. I'm Mike. I'm joined, as always, by Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. How are you, Mike? I'm good. It has been Diablo 4 week. Um, oh, yeah. Toronto isn't quite as hellish outside with the smoke as it is elsewhere. <laughs> We were supposed to have a we were supposed to have a bad day today. I was telling you this earlier. I woke up today and it was supposed we were supposed to get the bad. Today was the bad day. Like don't go outside. Um, if you work outside, call in sick kind of thing. Um, but I woke up and I checked like the AQI, and it said it was better than it was yesterday. So I was like, oh, that's weird. So I, I clicked on this on a video and. Uh, and the guy, and it was a video, and this guy was saying, like, because it's cloud cover, uh, or because it was overcast, the the uh, the smoke was up in the clouds, so hmm. it wasn't coming down to earth, or like coming down to the people okay. down below. And he said, if the cloud wasn't there, um, it would be hotter, and that would drop the smoke down on top of us, and it would be like it was in, let's say, Ottawa yesterday. It got hit hard. So mm-hmm. it wasn't not that bad today. However, today I could feel the cumulative effects of the whole week because I work outside every day. I can I, I got a sore throat. So you never know. Maybe yeah. my voice is gonna go by the end of this. By the <laughs> end of this podcast. Well, you guys, did, are not. you playing? What are you playing with? Uh, right now Diablo and no, I mean Street in Fire. your hand. Oh, what am I like playing with? Toy. Oh, it's like a. Penguin from Batman Returns. Oh, Happy Meal McDonald's, toy. right? Yeah, <laughs> I had that as a kid. My I friend can't... got it. My friend got it for me last year for my birthday. I can't believe you still have that shit. That's amazing. Yeah, McDonald's toys used to be the best. Do you remember the Mario ones? The yeah, suction cup. You uh, press down. And you didn't do just about flip? to say that the Mario three toys were legit. I had I love the the flipping Mario. Incredible! Absolutely incredible. Okay, so wrestling this week. Not a ton of news heading into this week. Um, we got some more video game stuff happening, but just like the standard updates. We saw Sting, we saw Brody Lee. Um, they debuted someone else as well. Um, Uno is still being coy. He's like making it sound like he's not in the game, but I think they get... They can't have a guy promoting the game for for months and months and have him not in the game, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They showed some uh, they, they showed some tag action, which looks cool. I'm still very excited about this. I have the I got the I bought the the uh, the season pass, like the special. Did did, did mm-hmm. we talk about the DLC last week? Had we seen it by the uh, time that we recorded? I remember we talked about FTR and Keith Lee, or is Keith Lee just in okay, the Okay, yeah, so I did. I did then. Yeah, Keith Lee, Bunny, Danhausen, and Hook are uh, <laughs> are all DLC that's going to be coming. So, all very exciting. I'm very excited about this. It's going to be awesome. Um, we just found out today that sub- what was supposed to be booked for Forbidden Door, but doesn't sound like it's happening now because of injury. We were going to get Soraya versus uh, Monet. 
uh, we were going to get Sasha, which that would have been awesome. Mercedes Monet, but yeah. Oh well, that's just it's just how it is for Forbidden Door season. This is when people get hurt. I was going to say the injuries strike again this year. Absolutely, man. And we have I, we have the Elite have a match coming up next week, and I'm like, guys. Oh wait, no, Kenny's not in it. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, please. Danielson's not. They're not going to put Danielson or Kenny in any matches. I don't think <laughs> until Forbidden <laughs> Door. No, I don't think they can. They uh, it it would be a it would be a mistake. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's talk about the show. I enjoyed it. Actually, no, we got we got some. Uh, we got the matches announced. So heading into this week, we have it. It was announced through New Japan, which was cool. At their what was it? Uh, Dominion. Dominion. That's what it's called. Um, at their Dominion show, uh, John Moxley said, "You know what? We have we have a little we have a little something for you guys to see." And then they play on the big screen. It's Brian Danielson at Red Rock. He's hiking. He's doing his thing. He says that uh, everybody says that Okada is the best wrestler in the world. He said that he's the rainmaker. Um, but he, he says that I am the litmus test for great. For for great, um, nobody can be called the greatest wrestler alive until they face me. You say that you're the rainmaker, but when you face me, you're going to be going into the desert. This is awesome. I love this. This means that he filmed this weeks ago, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, the the I'm the desert line was so cool. It, it was fucking awesome, man. And it was <laughs> such a New Japan uh, video, too. I love their videos. Yeah. There, there's just something about them. It's always somebody just training because they, mm-hmm. they treat it like a sport. They treat it with respect. There's no, yeah. no storylines. There's no gimmicks. It's just athletes training and i love that um yeah so that's awesome and then we got uh we got will osprey um they i don't know how they announced this but they announced that we're getting osprey versus kenny too we're gonna get that they had like a mini tournament and the winner got to face kenny and he won he beat um lance archer okay okay well yeah no shit (laughs) can you imagine (laughs) at forbidden door Kenny Omega versus Lance Archer. Oh. (laughs) Two AEW guys. Um, Yeah, so, very cool. Very fun. I I like this. Um, This is what I was hoping for, and we're going to get Osprey winning. I'm sure of it. And it's going to then go to Wembley for the the rubber match, which is going to be fantastic. I can't wait. I can't Hmm. wait. So this is potentially two matches that are going to be going the New Japan wins route you would have to think you'd have to think they're not going to have Danielson go over Okada and you'd have to think Danielson doesn't want to go over Okada no Danielson is totally the type of wrestler that'll just he doesn't care if he wins or loses no not at all not at all almost all his best matches he's lost (laughs) he doesn't have doesn't have to win that's not the point yeah um. Yeah, so really cool. So that's how we launched. What are, what are some dream matches you want to see at this Forbidden Door? You're gonna be there, so you get yeah, these two I am gonna be Titanic there, matches. Um, 
I would like to see Orange Cassidy defend his belt against a New Japan guy. I don't know who. Orange Cassidy Yato. versus Tai Chi would be great. <laughs> um, I want to see Darby versus Ticking Time Bomb. But somebody might get hurt in that match, so maybe not. <laughs> Somebody's going to get fucking code... You know that, like, flipping code red he does? <laughs> that, I think, um... But it's like a power bomb when he does it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's that's terrible. Darby will explode. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, that'll be... I also, also want to see... I don't think it's going to happen, but I want to see MJF versus Yano. That would be hilarious for the A title. I would love to see something with LI, with the LFI and LIJ. Mm-hmm. So, some sort of collaboration there. Um, I would like to... I don't think we have time to set anything up, but something with Jay White would be cool. But maybe they want to yeah. separate him for a little bit. I'm not sure. But yeah, maybe. I'm sure they'll do, like they did last year, just a bunch of multi-person matches, which is fine. That's what you do on these types of shows. <laughs> and also, obviously, FTR has got to get in there. You got Kenta versus Punk. You, you got to try and make that work. Um, I was, I was thinking that, or, or I wonder if they'll try to do Kinta versus, I mean, uh, Punk versus uh, the Ace again. Punk versus the Ace, yeah, they could try yeah, that for sure. Since they did get, since we didn't get that last year. And oh, we are getting Joe versus, um, uh, fucking, what's his name? Samoa Joe versus. Mm-hmm. Zack Sabre Jr. as well. Oh. So I believe, uh, are they confirming that? I believe that is also announced. Okay, cool. That, yeah, they're both TV champs. So yeah, TV sense. title versus TV title. Um, King of TV. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get some kind of chaos team up in this. Maybe that's yeah. where Orange Cassidy has a match. But I would like Orange Cassidy to defend that belt. Like, you can't have it be the international championship and have it only defended um, against American guys and in America. Yeah. Like, you, they really should be sending him to New Japan for a bit. I mean, that takes him out of the... That takes uh, away Tony Khan's cash cow because he loves to have him on TV every week. Oh, yeah. The opening match, King. Oh, uh... Some other New Japan news. Uh, they announced the G1 and Eddie Kingston's in it. So Which is interesting because really cool. he is in mm-hmm. the middle of hernia surgery. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, the G1 doesn't start till the end of July, so he's probably got time to. Yes, I mean, heal hernia up. surgery, you can come back from it fairly quickly, and if you're an athlete, probably quicker. But mm-hmm. still, it's a little, little nerve wracking there. And it wouldn't be the first time they've announced somebody a little prematurely that's hurt and then mm-hmm. had to pull them. Didn't they do that with Kota Ibushi? Yeah. After a second match, he had to pull out. All right, so let's talk about the show. We were talking about Orange Cassidy. He had a fantastic match with Swerve Strickland, a match that you and I both thought Swerve was going to win. Especially towards the end. Like when uh, Swerve started kicking out of uh, OC's big moves, I was like, oh, it's his night. And, and 
to this point, like they have the story continuing afterwards, and I'm like, I don't know now that I want to see it continue. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like he had the title defense. What do you do past the title defense? Now they're going to do yeah. a multi-man tag. Like no, you do that first. I don't know. It it feels well, over. But yeah, but the way it ended, Orange Cassidy was holding his tights, so maybe he could complain and say, "Well, he held my tights." Mm-hmm. He did. Even he was doing it early as a heel, so it makes sense for him to complain about it. But yeah, really, really good match. Um, they absolutely had me uh, buying into Swerve having the win when he kicked out of uh, Orange Cassidy's two finishers. He hit him with the punch yeah. and then hit him with the beach break and then Swerve kicked out. I was like, oh, here we go. This is Swerve's moment. And mm-hmm. it was not, and I was pissed. I was very mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was actually I'm usually never mad about a Orange Cassidy win, but I was this time. <laughs> I just I like change. I do like that mm-hmm. we have a guy and he's holding a title for a while and he's defending it, and he's actually got some feuds going on in it, which is nice as opposed to the TNT title where, like, he's facing all these different people and none of them more than once. The one person that he's mm-hmm. probably going to face more than once is going to be is going to be Swerve. So maybe Swerve yeah. gets his win back and gets the title. I don't know. Yeah, and then it, they announced next week it's uh, Mogul Embassies versus uh, OC Sting and Darby and Keith Lee. So I wonder if they will try to finish the uh, long-lasting Swerve and Keith Lee feud before they let Swerve win. The title, yeah, maybe, or because we have the title they still have yet Keith to make Lee a singles match. Again. Maybe, maybe that's beats Keith Lee with in a title defense. Who knows? Yeah, that's what I was hoping is that he would win, and then him and Keith Lee could feud over the title for a little bit. But yeah, no, you got you got to put a title on Swerve. He's too good. You, I want mm-hmm. him in a match every week. Like Orange Cassidy, because his matches are fun and very interesting to watch, mm-hmm. and it's a crowd pleaser. I think it's the same for Swerve. Um, his matches oh, yeah. are fun and a crowd pleaser, and it's it's just a joy to watch him. It's a joy to watch him move around the ring. Like nobody moves like him in the ring. He's he's very unique. Um, mm-hmm. Very fun to watch. Uh, he's smooth as hell. He he does little things like just I don't know, like the way he takes hooks guys arms when they're reaching for the rope like a guy who's got his hands full and is like trying to go like close a door with his leg <laughs> mm-hmm. i just i love that shit it's just funny but he makes it look smooth it's uh he's he's really good and i like this character yeah i don't, I don't know I, if I, how i feel about the embassy i like the tag i don't love uh what's his nuts cage uh cage is fine for like the big muscle yeah, but, he's fine. Yeah. It's just I don't know. He doesn't. He just doesn't suit Swerve. Yeah, because you know I mean. the other two guys will wear the masks, and so does uh, uh, Prince Nana. But Brian Cage never does. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just there. It's, it's very. Yeah, you're not doing the the team look, man. <laughs> but I like him better than his original goons. Yeah, I I didn't but, dislike the original goons. I just never saw them do anything. Yeah, well. I know Parker Berdrew had one match, and then they dropped that storyline after that. I don't think he's ready yet, but yeah, no, there's there's no way. The other guy was like a former baseball player. There's no way he was ready. It, 
it was just it was mm-hmm. too soon to, to debut them and then yeah. I don't know they've just been scrambling for something to do with the embassy and this fit I mean maybe Swerve is just like give me those guys I don't know mm-hmm. but I I do like Gates of Agony I really like Gates yeah. of Agony they're a they're a really fun team to watch in the ring as well they're in, they seem very New Japan to me mm-hmm. like very New Japan friendly I think they would get they would be get huge over there um, oh yeah yeah this this match was awesome got this crowd not quite as hot as last week I don't think anybody could be um, oh yeah last week's crowd was an all-timer crowd but th- yeah. th- for this opening match they were really yeah, into th- it no they had them going it was good um, then we had after this match where are we going from here uh, I think it went straight to the BCC versus Chaos okay yeah, so this this because Danielson came out for commentary, and then the match happened. Hold and then the match ha- happened. They fucking sabooed, uh, fucking Moxley with the uh, chair. Moxley, he, yeah. Right at the gate, just knocked him out with the chair, and then they tried to. They uh, they would have won. They fucking just triple teamed uh, Wheeler Yuta, and then hit him with the uh, not the crunchy, the whatever the fuck. The, the quick pile driver that, that um, Chucky e. T has and they were about mm-hmm. to get the win and and Claudio came in to break it up um, really good match I I'm, shouldn't be a surprise uh, these the chaos has worked together for a long time um, as mm-hmm. Claudio has, had one of the the best European uppercuts I've seen in a long time when uh, Trent tried to do an acai moonsault. Oh my god. Claudio caught him with the European uppercut. One of the best counters I've seen in a while. That's the mm-hmm. uh, that's the Adam Cole super kick to the face super. on the moonsault but the, uh, mm-hmm. the BCC version. Really fucking great. I love that. Um, looked painful as hell. Uh, yeah, this was this was good. This was this is a really good match. Um, Chaos and Best Friends are just here to have a banger, just to have banger matches every once in a while. They're they're the good guy equivalent of the guys who can afford to lose, because um, mm-hmm. they can work a hell of a match. They can have fucking crazy, crazy violent matches for the fun loving guys that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as that chair got winged into the match, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Because I forgot, in trios matches, you can... I'm pretty sure it's no DQ. Uh, I don't know, it was before the bell, so I think they could... Oh, maybe that's how. I love that they get away with it. that. They, that's the rule in AEW, is, mm-hmm. is as long as the bell hasn't rung, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah, and just make sure you, like, no you know one get, both let, people let, don't get in the ring yet. Let's let's have some cheating in this match, but let's do it ahead of time. <laughs> Good shit. I was a uh, I was a fan of that. Um, can't remember how they won. And then uh, Mox choked out. Uh, oh yeah, I don't Mox was choking Rocky. out Rocky Romero. Romero. Yeah, he's choking out Romero. Yeah, because Romero had him in. He had him in a, a lock. Of some kind, I can't remember what it was. I think it was an armbar. Yes, that's what it was. He had him in a in a Fujiwara, and Mox turned it around, got him in the choke, and then was it 
Yuda, yeah, Yuda had, um, he had fucking, what's his name? He, he hold on, I had a gift pulled up. Oh, yeah, Yuda had, he had Chuck. I, Chucky Sheen. He had Chucky T mm-hmm. in the Yes Lock, or the LaBelle Lock, which was awesome. I really liked seeing mm-hmm. that. And then he was doing the, uh, the, the hammer, the hammer elbows, and, and he anvil. would not look mm-hmm. up. And this was, this was, this had some story in it because Yuda was trained by Chucky e. T and Orange Cassidy. Um, so there is a, like, he lived with these guys when he was on the Indies, mm-hmm. when he was coming up. He, he wouldn't be here mm-hmm. without them. And they yeah. were together when he came into AW. So this is cool. The, the seatbelt move he uses, they always say that uh, Chucky e. T. Uh, taught it to him so perfect i didn't know that that's awesome <laughs> yeah no it's good i really like it still waiting for the utilock still waiting <laughs> i want it yeah it's in the wwe yeah. game <laughs> his character that people have created in the in 2k does the utilock <laughs> that's awesome i bet it'll be in a uh, fight forever too if he's ever in that game we'll see yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, but then you, right you after have this match, to think oh. they're going to bring in a BCC pack at some point. I was going to say there'll probably be a whole BCC pack. Get like oh, there some will clothes be. You're for have some BCC. creator wrestler and stuff. Yes, I mean the creator wrestlers are probably the moves are probably all in the game. They, mm-hmm. they, they probably want you to uh, to make these guys in the meantime. Okay, so next up. Right after that, we had on the Tron uh, the Hung Bucks as Excalibur oh kept calling all night. Excalibur all night kept calling the Young Bucks the Hung Bucks. <laughs> yeah. And at first, and so they challenged. Like, at first, I was like, okay, so he had to he had to have slipped up there, but that's funny because I I even asked you, I was like, did he just call them the Hung Bucks? And you said yes. I was like, okay, that's funny. And then he did it again later on the night. I was like, okay, he knows what he's doing. He's trying to slip this in there somehow. And I love it. Um, yeah, so the uh, it was the Young Bucks and Hangman, and they basically challenged BCC to a match next week. Um, a trios match it is, right? Just that. Yeah, it's just a, a straight-up match, yeah. Straight up match. Um, I believe Moxley isn't involved. Oh no! It, is it? It's either. Yeah, I think it's um, Danielson. Who's not Danielson's involved. not in it. Yeah. Which again makes sense. Um, yeah, this like, is good. Like we said, that I don't think Kenny or Danielson are going to have any matches until the pay per view. Genuinely, I do not know who wins that match. I would think it's probably BCC again. So that That'd they be nuts. can yeah. set up a blood and guts down the line mm-hmm. maybe the uh, the faces keep getting their asses kicked until until it's time although mm-hmm. they've been running oh excuse me yawn they've been running that storyline for a bit so we'll see but i would say they probably i, I would say the faces probably lose or yeah. they win and then get their ass kicked immediately <laughs> who knows I, I can see that like they squeak by and then get beat down yeah because that always works too like mm-hmm. Danielson comes down to the ring and they just lay them out. Yeah. Or 
one guy from each side keeps running down until eventually the maybe uh, Takeshita comes down and like, oh shit, it's five on four. W what do we do here? And and then we get the Kota Bushi's music, something like that. Because <laughs> you gotta, although. Does Kota Ibushi show up at Forbidden Door? I doubt it. <laughs> with the he's relationship not involved they, with New Japan. Yeah, they, they didn't seem to end on the best of terms, so he may just yeah. try to steer clear for a little bit. <laughs> and and uh, Kenny is in that match with with Will Ospreay too, because so you have mm -hmm. to you have to prioritize that for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of like the top storylines may go on hold just then they'll forbidden doors over and then they'll be back to Interesting normal. that MJF is starting up a storyline that is not yeah. with New Japan. Cause I, yeah, because his segment was next and so when he came out I thought he was going to get challenged by a New Japan guy at first. Me too. So let's talk about this. MJF comes out. He looks amazing. He's in his, mm -hmm. he's in his purple suit. Um talking about how he's amazing, fucking hates, hates Denver, blah, 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 lots of drunk jokes. Um, yeah. And uh, talks about how the, he's, uh, he's beaten everyone in the company, there's no one left, and out comes Adam Cole. And he, MJF interrupts Adam Cole's entrance before he can do the Adam Cole baby, which is brilliant, mm -hmm. honestly. That's a great way of doing it. Heat. Heat. And, and MJF starts talking to him, he you think, you know what? I'm a I've actually been a big fan of yours over the years. When CM Punk left, um, when he fucked off, there was, there was a void. And I came across Ring of Honor, and I saw this tan guy with jet black hair, with baby blue eyes, coming down to the ring. Um, he could talk, he could wrestle, he was winning championships then I saw him in CZW win a championship, I saw him on the indies making a name for himself and that man was you and I look at you now and like or, oh, here's the thing that was really cool, he's like, and then you went you went to NXT and you you went there and you shocked the world and you were amazing um, yeah, he said you shocked the system which was his old catchphrase and he said, he said <laughs> you were awesome but I look at you now and what happened man, like he seems, and then he just hit all the internet talking points. He's like, "You seem smaller. Um, you seem like a, like you've lost a good twenty five pounds. Um, you seem like a shell of your former self. You're doing joke wrestling matches, and and there's this there's this guy Vince McMahon. Um, he wanted you to be a manager because he didn't think you'd be a top guy, and all this <laughs> stuff and. And Adam Cole's just like, okay, yeah, you're you're hitting all the the internet troll talking points because you're self conscious and you know you don't have what it takes to beat me in the ring. You're just uh, you're latching onto any little gotcha uh, thing from the internet that you can uh, that you can. Um, he's like, I see right through you. You, there's no way you're you're better than me. Um, your catchphrase does not apply, and you know that these fans don't respect you. And 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 MJF is the guy that throughout his whole time in in uh, 
in AEW, people have tried to wrestle him, and they would not give him the match. Like, or mm-hmm. he would not give them the match. He would, uh, he would force them to jump through hoops just to get a match with him. But in this case, uh, Adam Cole outsmarted him. He pissed him off, and he had MJF wanting to fight him, wanting to give him a match right away. And Adam Cole just goes, "Thank you." That basically just signed, <laughs> just signed the contract. See you later. And he pops out of the ring and walks away. He's like, "Bye bye, Mister Grapesuit Man." It's, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. I really liked it. it, it was, and the it, match is next week too, which is I know, nuts. which is wild. So that's just going to come to a head right away. Um, mm-hmm. Who knows if they keep it going for longer than that? But I kind of like that we can get have things like this. Um, mm-hmm. Is there somebody in New Japan that uh, that had Cole's back in the past? Not that I can think of. Uh, I mean, he was in Bullet Club. Yeah, but they they wouldn't go down that route. I don't think. Yeah. So I would say like I don't know, maybe, maybe like maybe. Lij or something. <laughs> yeah, I, Cause I I don't see it. MJ, MJF versus uh, Naito would be cool. Well, yeah, because clearly, or I mean, it looks like this is supposed to wrap up before. Um, the forbidden door forbidden to door. free MJ mm-hmm. to free MJF up to do something else, um, I would think. So yeah, we'll uh, we will see. Um, but yeah, this is that match is going to be awesome. I can't wait. Like as soon, every once in a while, AEW does this where you're like, I never thought of that matchup. I just mm-hmm. I didn't see that in the cards. They have so many guys on their roster that they can just put any two guys together. And you're like, holy shit, what the well, hell? Yeah, <laughs> Adam Cole's the guy who I thought would take it off him, Jeff, just not this soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, they're not taking it off him. It doesn't. No, th- they said this one's a championship eliminator, so I could definitely see MJF doing like some really heelish stuff to get out of the match. Or, or Adam Cole wins, and then we get a match. I don't know, Wembley or something. Who knows? Oh, wait, no. Maybe a Adam build, Cole has but... a match at Wembley. Or, no, not he doesn't have a match at Wembley, but he's challenging for the Progress title ahead of Wembley. So mm-hmm. he's going to be going to Wembley with the Progress title, which is awesome to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was cool. Um, I guess we should... We should talk about Tony Khan's announcement for the main event at Collision. <laughs> it's so funny that he's doing it like this. Last week he's just like, and for the big announcement, Collision will feature CM Punk. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and like, then this one's like, the main event. And then next week he's going to be like, the ref will be for the main event. <laughs> like it's a, it's a bit now, and it's funny. Uh, I think it's really funny. But he announces <laughs> that it's going to be and to me, this is a little weird. Um, I would rather this come together a little more organically, but it's going to be CM Punk and FTR versus um, Jay White, Juice Robinson, and Samoa Joe. <laughs> and I look at that, and right away I'm like, so is Samoa Joe going to be joining Bullet Club? What's going on? Like, for, for me, uh, Jay White's not having a match with somebody that's not aligned with Bullet Club. 
and <laughs> Samoa Joe's not going to team up with somebody that's in another faction. Like, it's weird to have somebody from, a, like, a faction team up with somebody else, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, but if, yeah. if he was, in, I actually like him with Bullet Club. I think that's a really cool idea. I would just wish that, I don't know, maybe CM Punk shows up and there's a fight and Samoa Joe comes out to help mm-hmm. uh, uh, Jay White or something. Because otherwise it's just like, they. it just looks like fucking CM Punk called, he's like, I want to work with these guys, put them in a match. Well, that's what the the rumors online were for a while, was that I, he wants I to mean, work with Jay White like and Samoa Joe. <laughs> Behind the scenes, that's fine. <laughs> but when there's actually no context to the match... Now it literally looks like the context for the match is CM Punk just said, "I like these guys." Mm-hmm. Like, give me, give me a story or something. Like, don't leak that if <laughs> if the, if this is the case. Because the thing is, Jay White and Bullet Club is in, mired in the middle of a storyline right now. So just throwing Samoa Joe with them gives an indication that he's cool with that. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's like, and yeah, I don't know. And I guess let's let's talk about that. Um, what's our time here? Just want to check how long we've been recording. Okay, that's fine. We're going a little faster today than before, but I don't I don't care. Let's uh, actually no. Let's not talk about that right now because that's the main event. Yeah. Next was a uh, hook and or it was Jungle Hook versus uh, Los Factionies in. The ungovernable faction. Um, yeah, this was a, this was a fucking messy match, but in, as you yeah. described, in the very best way. Mm-hmm. We had Hook doing fucking suplexes, slipping on blood, uh, almost <laughs> yeah. dropping Jalistico right on his fucking dome. Yeah. As a result, Preston Vance gigged himself heavy. He was gushing, man. I looked up and he looked like he got hit by a fucking car. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, yo, what happened there?" And that was a fucking, fucking hook. Just like he's his father's son for sure. He just mm-hmm. had a chain around his hand and he was just fucking wailing on Preston. And then they go back to Preston. And he looked like someone stabbed him in the forehead. Um, he he was gushing. Uh, fucking Jack Perry just fucking cracked him in the head too in the chair (laughs) I love that the stiffest chair shots in AEW all all come from Jack Perry now which is kind of good I like it that's the storyline they're kind of telling with him now he's sort of become the chairman Yeah. Um, if you see Jack Perry and wearing his black outfit fucking run um, because he's trying to find his age or something like that He's trying to find his edge with Christian. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But anyways, yeah, he uh, found it in this one. Fucking drilled uh, Preston Vance with that with that chair. Um, Preston Vance looked awesome in this. He had a wicked uh, discus lariat on hook <laughs> that fucking turned him inside out on the outside. And that was right after hook damn near killed Drillistico. Um, mm-hmm. And then, who was it? Uh, oh yeah, it was. Was it? 
Was it Hook that suplexed someone through the tables? Yeah, he, yeah, he the, the half and half captured, suplexed, yeah, uh, uh, Preston after, it was right after Jungle Boy hit him in the head with a chair. Then he gets, uh, like, T-Bone suplexed off the apron through those tables they set up. This match was a fucking barn burner. I loved Mm -hmm. it. It wasn't even that long, too. So, (laughs) they they fit a lot in there. man. Mm -hmm. They just fucking went for it. And I was here. Like like you said, it was messy. It looked like a real fight. Um, Mm -hmm. They were fucking, like, this close to fucking injuring each other the whole time. It's fantastic. That's what I want. Um, it reminded me of that bunkhouse brawl match. Do you remember that yeah. way back? That was yeah. fucking phenomenal. And it was like, why is this so good? And all that match was also super bloody. Yeah, it was. Can I hear you? Yeah, can you hear me? Oh yeah. Can you can you turn yourself up? Something happened. Did I turn myself down? Let me do that. Is that better? Hello. Yeah, I turned Hello. myself up too. Okay. Okay. So I don't. I don't know. Maybe I touched my mic. Maybe you did as well. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I did. Okay. So let's. Uh, let's. This match is f- fucking great. It was. Uh, yeah. Next the... was the uh, impromptu uh, t- uh, Takeshita match. Oh yeah, Takeshita okay. comes out, beats a. Uh, beats local talent. Yeah, local talent who look like um fucking. 10 uh yeah he did look like sean spears yeah sean spears look-alike um nwo sean spears yeah he yeah fuck it uh <laughs> like wwe replacement sean spears mm-hmm. uh yeah so he he beats him real quick um fucking bald man the snake uh his Manager, what the hell? Is it? Why can't I remember anybody's name? What's going <laughs> on? Uh, John Callis comes mm-hmm. in and he basically does the same gimmick as last week. The crowd's yeah. not quite as loud this time, but he pretends that they are. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he's he's trying to egg them on. He is really good at that. Um, he's uh, saying that he's trying to cut out the cancer from his family that was Kenny Omega um, but it was good like the, the crowd wasn't really booing them that loudly at first he was pretending they were but then Takeshita grabbed the mic from him and just screamed at the crowd in Japanese and then they got going I was like oh okay yeah. Takeshita good for you man he, he, yeah. got, the, he got them going um, all he has to do is, is scream in Japanese and say Kenny Omega <laughs> <laughs> and uh I don't know what the fuck he was saying, but uh, it was good and it worked. Um, They're going to cut him out like cancer. And they didn't really have to do a whole lot. And then they left the ring and it was like, okay, this is great. Like, I love it. I just, I love, they don't, he doesn't have interest music anymore. It's just people booing him. Yes. And then the entire match, it was playing the video of them beating up Kenny. And then they have like two oil paintings of Taunt cradling Kenny's beaten bloody body it's so good it's so fucking good because the crowds love kenny omega he is beloved and Mm -hmm. they just they don't really hate don Callis. like no one really has strong feelings one way or the other about don Callis. 
but they've just fully bought in to booing him as a fun thing to do. Yeah. It's a, uh, no, it's, it's really good. I love it. I think it's great. He's do they're doing great work. The fans have completely bought into it. It's turning Takeshita into a star. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess at some point Takeshita is going to face Kenny, which will be cool. I, I imagine after um, Forbidden Door. But there's all kinds of uh, permutations of these matches because I had thought maybe Okada is going to come in and face Takeshita. But no, I mean, he might face him afterwards. Like this yeah, might not be the only match for Okada. Like mm-hmm. maybe he faces like somebody at Forbidden Door and then maybe he beats Danielson and then... I don't know. Maybe Takeshita oh, you know what they should do. They should do Takeshita versus Ishii at Forbidden Door. Another Chaos member. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. just think that'd be a really good match. <laughs> it would be a good match. It would be a very good match. I I want Takeshita versus any everyone in New Japan. None of those matches mm-hmm. we've ever seen, and he works yeah. their same style. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all dream matches. Okay. Yeah, there, there's so many different ways because. Yeah, there's there's so many members of the BCC. There's so many people in New Japan you can do this with. You, you have Abushi who's going to come in at some point. He's going to have to face somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you look at it now, Mox doesn't even have a match for Forbidden Door, which is nope. nuts. Yeah, no, there, there's all kinds of stuff that can that can happen here. And when does Blood and Guts happen? You know what's happening. Because there's a big yeah. gap between Forbidden Door and the stuff that's happening in August. Yeah, it's like two months. So there's a big, big blood and guts circle right there. Do you think there. they do blood? No, because Kenny would be probably fine Osprey again. Never mind. I was going to say, you think they do blood and guts at Wembley? <laughs> I, I thought, I had thought of that. Um,. But yeah, no, it's probably Kenny versus Osprey. That's something you'd have to announce ahead of time because you'd have to arrange the rings and you'd have less seats. So that's something you'd have to plan out ahead of time. Yes. For Wembley. Absolutely. Okay, so moving on now to the women's match, which was better than I thought it would be. That happened, like Anna J matches are either better than I thought it would be or I don't like them. <laughs> one of the two there's no there isn't really an in-between here um this well, she's is, out there with Chris Statlander and Chris Statlander is great for sure yeah um but yeah and she she's Matt had Nard wearing the, the Martin Lawrence jacket from the 90s the eight ball jacket he had on which yes was incredible <laughs> absolutely and he's got uh He's got a little pencil and mustache right now which Taz commented on and said I hate it I hate his pencil mustache yeah, <laughs> which is funny because he's almost always on the side of the heels, but not this time because mm-hmm. of that fucking mustache. <laughs> um, yes, uh, good match. Um, don't not too much to say about it. Chris Statlander looked awesome. I really liked it. Um, she got in the face of Matt Menard, which was good. Um, I would like to see her like get physical with someone like Matt Menard at some point <laughs> if they're at the ring because she can she's strong enough to do so and i think that would get get her over huge so i think that's something they should think about if uh oh, because yeah. you have 
like the women always get over huge when they're able to do a match against the men in the intergender matches that they do, even mm-hmm. though the men aren't allowed to hit back. It, it all, it's always a big pop. So yeah. I would say let her do something to them. It's uh, do it. It's worth it. She can do it. I've seen her do it. She can wrestle the men. She can hit them with her finish. Um, but yeah, she she's great. Um, the one thing I have this such a fear every time someone like Chris Statlander does a kip up with her knees and like, mm-hmm. Oh God, is, she's going to hit and her legs are going to crumple. And if somebody has, um, knee braces, I always think the legs going to crumple happens with, uh, with Preston Vance. It happens with Dax. It ha- like I just, it's my ultimate fear. I hate watching people with wrestle with knee braces. It scares the shit out of me because yeah. it just tells me that their that their that their knees are delicate. It also I don't knee braces work really, so it never looks like it fully supports them. St- <laughs> well, yeah, it certainly becomes a gimmick. Absolutely, mm-hmm. like I, but it's all these are also people that have all had knee issues like Preston Vance like he had to retire from college football because he blew out his he blew out his knee Chris Statlander Mm -hmm. has blown out both knees so like it's it's needed if anything CM Punk should should be wrestling with knee braces he may be when he comes back (laughs) he's gonna be wrestling wrestling like Cotton Hill <laughs> Amputated oh, from the knee down. I just thought of Cotton Hill's short body just wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes, I we've been watching a lot of uh, King of the Hill over at our place because it's on Disney Plus. Nice. Yeah, we've been watching it a lot too. It's on like FX and stuff all the time, so I just turn it on and it's so good. They're they're bringing back a new season of it too. Really. Shit, I forgot about that. That's awesome. That's such a fucking funny show, man. Mm. I get, really I is. howl when I watch that show. When it first came out, it was just, it was the first not Simpsons show. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. the show that always came on after Simpsons is just like, well, this is not Simpsons. Yeah. It just is like similar, but not quite, not quite what I want. Yeah. But now it's I, the best of that bunch. Yeah, I love King of the Hill. Like I didn't, I watched it when I was younger, but I didn't really. I don't think I appreciated it. But now when no. I watch it, yeah, now like old man, I'm like, this is hilarious. <laughs> you know, it's fantastic. It is so funny. Oh yeah, King At of the Hill. Some point shit. in the show, right here, we got Christian Cage beating up Arn Anderson's son. Oh yeah, just just for shits. Yeah, so I'm guessing that feud's continuing. Hey, Arn Anderson, you want to bite the finger off my dinosaur? How about I fuck mm-hmm. up your son? Oh shit! Okay. Yeah. And I I don't know when they when they showed him, he looked more like Arn Anderson than I've ever seen him. I I know he's like in his twenties, but he also looks like he'd be forty five and a yeah. retired like you never baseball know. coach or something. Both of them. Both of them are. Yeah. Weird, weird age anomalies. Yeah, if you if you go back and look at Arn Anderson in the eighties, he looks like he does now. 
Yeah, when he was like twenty five, like he looks he looks the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love Arn. I love Arn Anderson. Me too. Okay. So yeah. Good women's match. Excited. Um really excited to see Chris go every week. That's gonna be fun. And you know that she can mm-hmm. she's going to go with a bigger talent than Jade did. I don't really know why. I think thought Jade could have benefited from that, but Yeah, me too. Okay, so next it, we it have it looked like during this match they're setting up Chris versus Taya because Taya oh, is yeah. watching. Yes. Taya is watching and this this is a good story. I like this a lot because Chris Statlander wouldn't have the title if Taya Valkyrie hadn't Didn't come this yeah. close from beating Jade. Like I thought she very well could have been the person to beat Jade, very similar uh, to Swerve and Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and yeah. they they're building to something like that with with Orange Cassidy as well. I I could still <laughs> see Swerve being the guy to hold the title. Like I think he's going to find find a way to get himself another another shot. I think so too. I think with the way or OC won by holding his tights that he's definitely going to use that to get another match. Okay. So now we have Ricky Starks versus Jay White. This match was good. I enjoyed this match <laughs> a lot. Um it is still weird it's to he, see it, Jay White wrestling fast matches. Yeah. He's but very they gave us good at, at least though. Fi- 15 to 20 minutes so i always say we always say jay white's much better at longer matches well if you have you ever like uh when he was on excursion from new japan before he came back as switchblade he was just like a dude jay white and he used to do like high flying stuff if you go back and watch his older matches it's pretty nuts weird in ring of honor i guess yeah yeah he was on excursion in ring of honor and he wore like short like shorty boys like white trunks like he was just like a basic looking guy he had no beard or anything and he is doing moonsaults and shit mm-hmm. <laughs> yep i remember watching a match with him and will offspray on a ring of honor pay-per-view one time and i was like well who's this guy <laughs> and then he came back to new japan and was the knife pervert <laughs> yes um <laughs> uh yeah it's uh yeah it's funny he he's uh He's really he's really good at this style of match. It's, it just takes a mm-hmm. takes a minute to get into it. His his endings of the matches are always amazing. Um, oh yeah, he's he he knows how to set it up with whoever he's wrestling. Like we're gonna counter each a gajillion times, and it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, he he's a he is a maestro at that. And did Ricky get the win in this? No, Jay White won. Remember, the uh, Gun Club comes out. Right. Fuck. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Let's just jump to that because that's what people want to talk about. Match was good. Match was great. Um, fuck it. Actually, no. Let's let's talk about Jay White's chops. Goddamn, Jay White can mm-hmm. chop. Anyone who works in New Japan can chop. But oh yeah, my God, Ricky Starks. Uh, he put in the work there with his chest. He he's mm-hmm. got he's got some marks there today. I'll tell you what. Um, oh yeah, and Ricky Starks hit the spear. Best spear. So I'm glad he did. Yeah, that. the the best spear in wrestling by mm. a country mile. Um I feel like you know how people really really like the uh the I mean fuck this man so I'll never give him credit, but the buckshot lariat that 
um, that internet celebrity I does. I forget which one it is. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even have Pauls. to say his name. Yeah, the the Paul mm-hmm. guy. Um, his buckshot lariat looks awesome because he throws everything behind it. It's it seems like it might be a little reckless, but it's cool looking. Um, mm-hmm. Like he he's he's flying in there like a like he's shot out of a cannon. That's sort of like Ricky Starks' spear. He gets mm-hmm. so much momentum and just flies across the ring um, in a way that no spear has ever looked like that. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing. It, it's like a and guys get to take it like they're taking a lariat, which I like. Um, mm-hmm. Like they can do a whole fucking flip and everything. It's good shit. And Jay White yeah. sells crazy. Um, he can take a he can take a, Ricky's DDT like crazy. Mm-hmm. But yes, he uh, Ricky Starks got screwed because. The gun club comes in and hits him with the 310 to Yuma, which effort. I was like, it's like, okay, they're coming in because they're, because uh, they're forever feud with, is with FTR. Ricky Starks got uh, picked up and defended by FTR last week. So they're coming mm-hmm. in to, to attack Ricky Starks, but that's not the real deal. We know that they're part of Bullet Club. They're part of the Bang Bang Gang. Their whole thing is that they're the <laughs> is that they're the young guns. I was, mm-hmm. It's perfect for them. It's honestly perfect for them. Like, there's not a lot of things that I want to see the guns associated with. I don't really like them. They're really obnoxious. Um, they rub me the wrong way. But if you put them in Bullet Club and let them be the obnoxious young young bucks of that group, mm-hmm. like the the junior the junior tag guys of that group, the young guys that kind of have to be held in check a bit, it's perfect. They can be the uh, the the Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Be what uh, be what the the new age outlaws were to dx but for bullet club gold it's all they look the part just take their crop tops and put a fucking put the fucking logo on it guys it's there Mm -hmm. it's done they can still do the suckets and the fucking the fucking bang bang and oh it's Mm -hmm. it's really good it's really fucking good i love it i think it's just the best but they haven't. They're kind of beating around the bush here because they run back out of the ring, and then down comes Juice Robinson, and he celebrates with Jay White, and they're like, "Oh, well, I don't really understand why uh, why the guns did this." And like the guns, guys, why the guns <laughs> did did this? But, uh, whatever. I I guess we're gonna extend this out a couple weeks, but um, yeah, they'll they'll probably do like a promo or something. Yeah, because I saw that, um, saw a thing or something on Twitter, like from one of those websites saying, uh, saying Jay White and Bolt Club Gold are due to get a new member. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that new member is the Guns, or if that new member is Samoa Joe. 
Because I do love Samoa Joe in in Bullet Club. I think that is just very cool. Um, I don't know if he fits because he would almost be the leader, but then you can have a, a leader like like uh, falling out between Jay White and Samoa Joe because he always does mm-hmm. fall out with the other members of the leadership. Because as I saw someone say like, oh, I kind of... Like, I, I feel like they need a heavy. Like, hey, man. Ain't nobody heavier than Joe. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. What what's what are, what are your thoughts? Uh, I like the guns in Bullet Club Gold. I kind of wish they would have stuck around to solidify it if they're going to do it, but... Yes, like Bullet Club Gold. It's cool. It's a or Bullet Club. It's always cool when they do the thing and then they stay in the ring. You're like, oh my god, they're part of it. Or like they throw them a mm-hmm. shirt or something. Like do the yeah. whole NWO thing. Unless, oh, he put on the shirt. Yeah, unless they're gonna say next week we're not in Bullet Club. We just wanted. We just don't like the FTR. And Ricky Starks is friends with FTR, which I think that'd be kind of a letdown. It w- but, it would be bad. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked it. It they were in a tough position because I wanted Ricky Starks to win and I wanted Jay White to win, so there's nothing you. This really is how you do it. To win. This is how you do it. This is. Yeah. I mean, th- that is kind of the WWE thing to do. It's like people are. I mean, I don't think it's a WWE thing to do, but that's what WWE used to do, and AEW people would be like, "Oh, this is how they get out of it. They don't have winners because someone's always going to come." Yeah, it's fucking Bullet Club. This is this is what you do. This is how Bullet Club won wins all their gold. Mm-hmm. It's uh, this is Jay White. Jay White is the cheater, the master mm-hmm. manipulator, the the oh, catalyst, yeah. if you will. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. I'm still a little perplexed at the like you have him doing this, and then you just throw him in the main event of Collision. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I just, yeah. what? Like he he's got a storyline going right now. Why is he just cold into a main event with CM Punk, who's not going to be able to say anything until his episode? Yeah, and it sucks for for Ricky Starks because he can't be in the match. Maybe unless they add one more person, then they can make it a four way. Put Ricky Starks in there. That's that's the thing. It's like what's Rick's what's Ricky's role in this? Mm -hmm. Like why is Joe in here? Like, Joe being in there literally just looks like CM Punk was like, I want to work with Joe, and I want to work <laughs> with Jay White. So, like, this is where I think, like, maybe Joe is going to be part of this, but, like, I don't know. Like, for me, I would have been, like, Jay White and Juice come out, and they say, like, we have a mystery partner, and they <laughs> bring out, or we don't know who the partner is, and they bring out Joe. That's how you yeah. do it. As opposed to announcing it ahead of time, then you're like, why the fuck is Joe with them? Yeah. Did you just bury and the even, lead? Even if you wanted to have the match and not have Joe join Bullet Club, you could just say, like, well, he has a pass with CM Punk. They fought a bunch in Ring of Honor. He doesn't like CM Punk. That's why we're using him. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I mean, that's just the way around it if you don't want to put him in Bullet Club. Yeah, uh, I just... Ideally, you have punk show up one day on dynamite you fucking start a thing are you still there no yeah oh you're back okay 
Yeah. Nope. Do you see me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, fucking the nope. the the video thing was weird there for a sec. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, you just you just have. Yeah, you think they would want to bring Punk back at least one week early to hype up the show, but I don't think they that's would. what I'm saying. It's like if when you're just gonna put them in the main event cold, just. It's just, but here's the thing: we have to remember that uh, AEW is really good at creating story for cold matches. Like, think of the mm-hmm. first ever episode of uh, of Dynamite. Everything in there was cold, and that yeah that ended like gangbusters with fucking. Um, with Chris Jericho and the inner circle taking out the elite. Like that was amazing. Yeah. That was really, really fucking cool. Um, was it the first episode two where, uh, uh, Mox gave Kenny a death rider through the glass table. Was that the first episode of Dynamite? First or second. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like just fucking that, that was like just wild. Like they can, they can take a match that looks cold and build some story into it. Like mm-hmm. they can, they can be like, "Why is Samoa Joe in this match? This is weird." Blah 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 blah. And I don't know. They can do something with it. Or like, yeah. we're gonna have Bullet Club versus CM Punk and FTR. That's cool. Like if that's the feud they go with mm-hmm. after Ricky Starks, that's really cool. I like that. Like that. That's a lot of fun. Like I just man, hope Punk doesn't beat Jay White. Jay White's got to win. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the that's the problem. Because if it's mm-hmm. if this is just CM Punk saying I want to work with these guys, then he's going to beat them. But mm-hmm. if this is a storyline that's had some forethought and some like like apparently they've been they've been working on pitches, so I'm assuming the pitches isn't just I want a match, or mm-hmm. we're going to have this match. I assume the pitches is storyline ideas it should be like i don't think i don't think they run with this um without having a blueprint as as to where to go afterwards because mm-hmm. i i know I mean, the, the punk and ftr definitely winning it'll probably be juice taking the fall in the collision match and then nah, i don't know what you do after that but hopefully something cool yeah, yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, we could see Zack Saber Junior. coming out. We, there's a bunch of shit that can happen. Um, it's mm-hmm. probably going to be a wild finish. Maybe some more oh, people yeah. showing up because again, we're heading right into Forbidden Door from this. Um, is that the night before? Yeah, this is no, the it's night like a before. Week before, isn't it? Is it the night before or week before? Hold on. I don't know when Forbidden Door two. Years. Oh no! It is it is a week before. It is a week before, because they're doing a Toronto collision. That's right. That's, That's one thing. Like they they were talk. They there have been reports that some of the sales for the uh, collisions aren't haven't been doing great outside of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Don't run so close together. Um, I don't know if you like Hamilton, where they're running is. Like, yeah, it's like an hour away from Toronto, so they're doing, uh, they're doing uh, two Toronto shows. They're doing Collision, 
And they're doing um, the very next night. They're doing uh, Forbidden Door. Forbidden Door. Then they're doing Hamilton, which is like anyone from Hamilton who wanted to see AEW was already going to one of those two shows, probably. That then yeah. they're doing Hamilton Collision, and then I don't know. It's just too much. They AEW has a problem with oversaturating markets, like mm-hmm. like hitting them over and over and like yeah, the sales aren't going to be as good when you hit them for the. Apparently, they're hitting this region four times in like two weeks. Yeah, it's like, and I heard the uh, within an hour. It's for collision. Are usually people have said they're more expensive than they are for dynamite. So I don't know why the collision tickets are so much more, but that's weird. And like Hamilton's not a huge city. Mm -hmm. Like uh, you can't run Hamilton and expect it to do as well as some of the. It's not one of the big four or five cities in Canada. It's mm-hmm. like, uh, it's like, it's a, I don't know. It's not, it's not a big city. It's not a major city. Don't, uh, it's like for Hamilton gets the minor league teams of like, of like Toronto mm-hmm. sports teams. Like they, they, they get like caught, they get like, uh, junior hockey teams. They get. AHL teams they get it's like Hamilton's not Toronto and it's within an hour of it's like an hour away drive from Toronto so mm-hmm. it's uh it's very there are they are our neighbors yeah like people in yeah. Hamilton and work they, in Toronto yeah and they still have yet to come to Oklahoma City and yeah so I don't know I was like <laughs> and they're hitting Saskatoon Saskatoon's not a hugely populated place that's I don't know they're hit like they're hitting some dubious Canadian cities is what I'll say like hit Toronto hit Vancouver hit Montreal hit Calgary and then go away (laughs) maybe hit Windsor what maybe hit Winnipeg what about what does Tony Khan call it Regina (laughs) yeah yeah don't I don't you're not gonna like maybe like hit Calgary. That's mm-hmm. uh so, like Regina's in Saskatchewan. It's but it's like so are they hitting Saskatoon like I don't know. That's too many too many uh we're not den- that densely populated to hit those places. That's that those are prairie towns. Like mm-hmm. uh like Saskatoon. I'm Saskatchewan. surprised they even have arenas to to have shows there. I they have hockey. So oh, like, that's true. So they would have hockey arenas, but again, these are like uh for like Saskatoon, it's like the Saskatoon Blades. That's minor league hockey. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's like AHL, OHL stuff. That's mm-hmm. not the big major arenas. And it's not they're not like American cities that are more densely populated. It would be like hitting like the Carolinas, but like they don't necessarily have the the history of wrestling there. They do in Calgary yeah, for sure. Like, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Like when I heard that Hamilton didn't have great ticket sales, I was like, yeah, I know. Cause you're hitting Toronto twice <laughs> and then hitting Hamilton. And then I don't know. And then plus there's the dynamites that are around those areas too. Cause they're staying up in Canada for a while this summer. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, maybe it's like, Okay, we're hitting Canada, and we're hitting fucking everywhere. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, hit the major cities. Don't hit like the major cities and then the smaller cities around them. No, the people from the smaller mm-hmm. cities are going to the big show. Yeah. Like, like I don't know. People. Yeah. If I, and from Toronto, if I go to uh, Collision or if I go to uh, Forbidden Door, I'm not going to Collision in Hamilton. Then, mm-hmm. then so you're going to go to Hamilton and hope that that small, it's not a small town, but it's a much smaller town. Um, yeah. You're going from one of the biggest cities in the world to a town. The, the Yeah. Um, It'd be like if they came here to Oklahoma City, but they came to Midwest City, which is actually where I live. It's like a suburb of Oklahoma City. It'd be yeah. like that. Like, it, it, it's a place. Like, they have a CFL team, but they, it's a CFL team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Canadian Football League. Um, which starts tonight. It, You know that? I just saw it online. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I don't even know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think it starts just, tonight, does it? It may not. I could have read it wrong, but it's just maybe it starts soon. But oh yeah, maybe training camp. Yeah. Um, football. <laughs> I love that you're googling. I'm looking it. it up now. All right. Nope. People are playing right now. Really? The Lions versus the Stampeders. Really? Oh yeah. I guess maybe they play through the summer. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, yeah. So uh, I guess I guess now's the time where we should wrap it up because now we're talking about Canadian football. Yeah, Canadian football league. Well, that'll be our new podcast. Footballers coming soon. <laughs> All right. See you, everybody. <laughs>